0: This is Bucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. And then before we talk about the road trip ahead, let's get into some cherry pickers really quick. Mikhail Sergeyev has to be my top, top, top cherry picker, not only because he's been getting on the scoreboard, but if you look at this guy's time on ice, if you look at everything that he's bringing to this roster, you just can't brag about him enough. He's also the only defenseman to join Victor Hedman in having a 50 assist season in this franchise. So when we talk about Mikhail Sergachev or the fact that he's had some silent games this season, we're not paying attention to the fact that his workload has shifted so much. Starting with the moment that Victor Hedman went down after that West Coast tour, it was Mikhail Sergachev. that got the tap on the shoulder and I actually got a chance to talk to him after practice. And ask him about that. I'm like, your time on ice has gone up. You're on the top power play unit. Even when Hedman came back into the lineup, they kept Mikhail Sergachev on that top power play unit. What does that mean to you as a player and how much this team is starting to trust you? And Sergey told me that, that's always something that he works on in his game, on on how this team can trust him to not only be a leader, but to step up and to take on more. He works on his shooting in his offseason a lot. He works on his skating a lot. And you can see that translate over into his game. He's not afraid to shoot the puck. And honestly, you, you would almost assume that he had more goals this season than just nine. But that 50 assists says a lot. The 59 points says a lot. And he's just getting going. He's a player that you can count on. He's becoming a new leader on this team. And not only does his play say that, but the fact that Coach Cooper likes to stick him with the newbies and the new guys are learning so much for him and crediting him for so much says almost everything you need to know. And then, of course, you got to give some love to Tanner and Janelle because I think that, uh, as I mentioned, the pressure that comes in with you being the guy traded for so many picks and um, the – the question marks that revolved around what Julian Brisbaugh did there, you're probably going to take a minute to find your rhythm. You're probably going to take a minute to find your own identity within this system. And I think that's the only reason that he wasn't exactly loading up on goals right out the gate. He did get in the assist column. His shots on goal looked pretty good. His physicality came out immediately. But I think now that he's finally posted that first goal, that we can expect to see a lot more out of Tanner Janol. Obviously, with the regular season winding down and playoffs picking up, we'll look for playoff, you know, not exactly that 24 goal guy. But I think that now that he could breathe a little easier, he knows that this locker room trusts him. He knows that this coaching staff trusts him. And you know that you can trust Breezeball and any decision that he makes because defense is starting to come together. Janot's starting to come together. AC Mont's getting circled in there. Everything is piecing together at the right time. So Tanner um, Janot is going to be my last cherry picker over the last week. His relentless effort, we saw it dial up versus the Hurricanes. He led with shots on goal on Saturday and finally landed his first goal as a bull. Now, coming up next... Few games left in the season. The Bolts have a three-game road trip ahead. Rangers, Islanders, Senators, then they come back home to host the Toronto Maple Leafs and close out the regular season versus the Detroit Red Wings, who have been a pain in their side all season long. Starting with the Rangers, Rangers coming off a 5-2 win over the Capitals. But before that, they lost back-to-back games, 2-1 to the Devils, 3-1 to the Sabres. We've seen great things. We've seen the ways that they can be, that, that they're beatable. What it comes down to for this Rangers matchup is the fact that there is a lot of similarities in that charging line, that that scoring line, those veteran gamers, and then the guys between the pipes. You got Shosturkin, who is obviously one of the top goalies in the league, top three. Uh, it was Hendrik Lundqvist that was asked the other night on TNT, who's the best goalie between Shosturkin and Sorokin? You know what I loved about his answer? Even though he said it was hard and, of course, everybody expects him to pick the New York Rangers, Shosturkin, he brought Vasilevskiy into the conversation himself. And he said how hard it was to choose between the three of them. So while the only conversation about the top goalies in the league were about Sorokin and Shosturkin, Lundqvist knew that Vasilevskiy was going to take things to a whole nother level. And if you know anything about Andre Vasilevskiy, if you've watched him between practice, games, or seen you know his interviews and stuff, he's so meticulous and with with that kind of level of being meticulous comes an edge of competition so what I feel like I personally saw on Saturday between Vasilevsky and Sorokin was Vasy saying yeah you're not going to put us in the same conversation ever again I mean Sorokin got pulled and Varlamov had to go in shout out to Varlamov but um To know that Vasilevsky doesn't ever want to be looked at below someone, you know you're going to see an entire different beast between the pipes, which brings us to this matchup with the Rangers. He's constantly compared to Sorokin, but he has been compared to Sterkin for the last two years now. And I'm sure Vasilevsky's going to want to make another point tomorrow night in New York in Madison Square Garden. And if this line, if these new lines can control the kid line, um, Hito, Kako, Lefrian, well, outside of that, it's Tarasenko and then some of their defensemen that you've got to make sure that you can keep under control. The Rangers have had the Bolts number most of the time this season. Obviously, we opened the season in New York versus the Rangers, and the Rangers took that first win. But at this point, it's all about really seeing can they dial things up at the right time Can they isolate those key guys over at the New York Rangers? And while they made big moves at the trade deadline, while they got some key key guys on their roster, I still think the Tampa Bay Lightning have a lot of potential. So another big test ahead tomorrow night in New York City at Madison Square Garden. And then after that, another face-off, another dance with the New York Islanders. Two great tests, three great goalies this week, closing out versus the Red Wings next week. We're going to try to get some guests on here to get some playoff perspective. I've got some friends that want to break down what exactly to expect when it comes for the Maple Leafs facing off with the Tampa Bay Lightning again. How similar will it be to last season, even though both of these rosters look quite different? Is Ryan O'Reilly that much of a difference maker? Is Austin Matthews going to be the guy to carry his team across the line? Luke Shin, who used to be a Bolt, now being a Maple Leaf, what does all of this mean? So going to bring in some other perspective, which I'm very excited about as we get closer to playoffs starting on April 17th. Other than that, guys, once again, as always, thank you for joining me here at Pucks and Bolts. The best way to stay up to date on all Tampa Bay Lightning information and brand new Pucks and Bolts episode is to download the Odyssey app. Search Pucks and Bolts hit the auto-download button and have all those brand new episodes just sitting there waiting for you. I'm Casey Hudson, your host here at Pucks and Bolts and thank you for joining me for another episode.